Hello, gorgeous people, and welcome back to another episode of What Is This Feeling? A podcast where I talk about everything gay, theatre, drag, spirituality, and sex. My name is Piotr, and I'm a Pisces, and this week we're going to talk about feeling blocked. Being blocked. Feeling excluded. Have you ever been excluded? Have you ever been blocked? Have you blocked someone before? We're going to talk about it all this week in What Is This Feeling? Yeah. I'm going to try and keep it light, this podcast, because it can be very depressing and a bit weird talking about excluding energies, being blocked, being excluded from things, not being part of something, and to kick it off, I never felt part of anything. When I was younger, I never felt part of the boys, and I wasn't a girl, so I didn't really felt into any kind of category except for the one of myself and on top of that I was fan of the Spice Girls I did all that girly stuff so it was a proper mindfuck for a lot of years and I'm doing a lot of inner child healing so I am unexcluding myself from everything right now I did sense that I became I took ownership of a bit more who I am and what I like to do so where there came things that I felt good at doing, I felt ownership of, if that was music, theatre, drama, whatever, um, I felt less excluded. And I did always felt that when there was like a film coming out and everybody was hyping about that film, like, oh my God, everybody should see this. And I was always like, no, I'm not going to see it. Because I felt this kind of resistance of being a part of that group. And I always felt, maybe maybe that came from being excluded, that I always chose to go the other way. Hmm, yeah. Maybe maybe that's a, yeah, an ongoing thing that is still happening. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one of the times that, with school, we went to a trip to Prague. To Prague. Prague. And we were there, and I think we were about 16 years old. 15, 16... Yeah, 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 15, 16. And we did some sightseeing, whatever. And then in the evening, we went to this bar, this cafe, where we got served cocktails and stuff. I don't know what the drinking age limit is in Prague, but we just, yeah, we just drank there when we were 16. Some people had a cocktail, and I was with two girls and two boys on the table, which we usually don't mix or mingle. So there were two girls which I, in a way, hang out with. And there were two guys who I absolutely didn't hang out with because they were, like, more of the bullies of the whatever. But now we just ended up on a table. And everybody was a little bit sharing their drinks to be like, oh, yeah, let's have a sip of this. And I remember one of the guys asked the girls, like, oh, here, you want a sip of mine? And then I was like, oh, can I have a sip? And he was like, no. And I thought, well... What is this about then? Is it about giving out sips or is it about giving out sips to girls, whatever? I thought it was really weird and I yeah, I'm really stupid. Oh well. Um I can buy my own cocktails now. <laughs> By the way, a, a very up to date thing. Do you also have it on Instagram that your stories get liked by these random accounts? 
Not even that you get a follow or that you get a like on a post. No, your stories are getting likes from like weird accounts that have butts as their profile picture. I am blocking them and I love blocking them because, yeah, I don't want them to like a story that I, I don't even know them. I don't even know them. And they try to advertise their butts. That's that's um, not how you do it. But yeah, I, I block those people. But people, I think they're automated kind of accounts, just millions of phones on a wall in uh, India or something. And they just automatically like my story. Well, like I mean, finally included in that. But yeah, I, I block them. My pulse is rushing. My head is reeling. My face is flushing. What is this show? So chipping in on the, ooh, it's a hype. I'm not going to see it. So that happened when Book of Mormon came out. And it was so, for me, it felt so overhyped. And so, yeah, that I was like, oh, I don't want to see it. And when I saw it, it was it was a good show. It was a really fun show. But it, it was interesting to see because I have seen ruder shows with more curse words being more... Um, groundbreaking, more weird out there. But I understand that the Book of Mormon was kind of in the commercial world, a new kind of, oh, wow, uh, kind of thing, if that makes sense. It is rude and it's in your face. And maybe for the people who don't really go to theater or like find it interesting. But yeah, I felt that as well. So, same with... Um, Hamilton, I haven't seen Hamilton yet, and it was so big, and everybody's talking so well about it that I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm gonna exclude myself from that group of people that watched it." Um, but I do, I'm curious of it, so I bet in the future I will, I will see it at some point. It's just hard getting tickets, and I, I'm not really willing to pay a lot of money to see a show. Well. Now, okay, so auditions. It's well known that you don't get an audition. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, it's true. I made I made a, a, a stumble, but it is true. Like if you are applying for an audition that you really want to get and you don't get it, you feel excluded because you want to show what you can do because you think you're right for that project, show, whatever. And when you finally do the audition, and you don't get it, then you're proper blocked. So yeah, no, that's that's it. Yeah, that's it. All the actors out there, we've had it before. We do an audition, and for example, I did an audition, a self tape, a week and a half ago, but almost two weeks ago, and I thought I did a wonderful job. I thought it was great. So even though the project came out of nowhere, and I thought I would be quite suitable for it, and I think it would be fun, like the whole vibe I got from it was like, ooh, yes, that will be cool. It will be something new. And I haven't heard back from them. So, you know, being excluded when I was younger and now getting excluded <laughs> and blocked from so many auditions that you do because you don't get, you, got, you don't hear back from them. It is rare that I hear back from them and my agent calls me and says, hey, you didn't got it but well done, whatever. That's rare, but it's even rarer if they would give you feedback or anything that would help you or guide you to anything what those casting directors want. 
the funny thing is I've had auditions before where I thought hmm I'm not sure if I want this I'm not sure how much I want to do this project I, I can do what they ask me to and I do it very well and at the end sometimes you hope you don't get it because if it's something I've had an audition before I think it was like three four months ago and it was already for a project that I was like oh I don't want to do this and when I came there I thought I absolutely don't want to do this and absolutely not with these people and at the end of the day I got a call back to come the next day and I said yes thank you and five minutes later I was on the phone with my agent and saying like I am I don't want to do this I'm excluding I'm blocking myself from this audition because it wouldn't serve me anything for what I do and who I am now going to a casting where you're like oh this is with a group of people this is for an organization this is for bringing out a message of love acceptance blah 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 and then you never hear back from them it's rude it's really funny how that kind of um what's it called it's almost like reverse psychology that when you don't want something you get it and then when you're like oh i really would like something you don't get it hmm interesting going to singing and um, being free with singing, I have felt that a lot of physical things can hold you back and a lot of mental things can hold you back from singing. And I've discovered lots of fear and lots of, yeah, lots of fear just holding me back from singing uh, to my uh, capability. And you are literally blocking yourself with lots of things in life and also in, in theatre, dancing, acting. Uh, oh my God, like how can you let go with an acting class? How uh, can you show much emotion? And if you already find it hard to do in real life and don't even know how to express yourself, how can you then be an, an amazing actor and expressing the emotions? I've worked with... Um, people before that I saw in shows and I was like you are incredible I saw them in a show and I saw them do a role and it was so emotional and I was like I am buying this you are singing great and then I worked with them and I was like you are faking it there was nothing real about it and you were just faking it but yeah at the end of the day selling yourself going for it bluffing but yeah so they included themselves by in my mind not properly doing an acting job that they're not emotionally involved in and they're included and me crying during a song getting excluded i don't know i don't know life is interesting i've never cried during audition i have thought about it i have thought about like doing a, a an audition <laughs> me and my fantasy world i've dreamt about doing an audition and doing such an emotional song and showing off my emotions and singing um but yeah that never happened but it's all my, all in my mind oh blocking yeah i've had so many ideas of writing a show writing a musical writing a film script and it is so hard to do and sometimes I don't know what where to start. And then when I start, the the voices that pulling you down 
come up and saying like, oh, this is not good enough. This is not going to work. Who are you writing it for? When is this going to air? All these thoughts are like more louder than all the creative uh, voices that you have, that I have. So there is an amazing book called The Artist's Way. And um, it has to do with journaling and it almost like nourishing your creative child within, um, which is really important and really uh, was really helpful for me. And, you know, sometimes when you when I sometimes when I started writing and it didn't go well, and I was like, am I just not well with writing or did I not just do it? Same with the podcast in a way. I feel I'm like forcing myself, forcing myself. Well, today I, I forced myself because I felt unprepared. I felt unprepared to do this podcast, but I said to myself, do it and enjoy it. So I'm trying to do that. Oh, mama, it's drag. Drag is all about inclusivity. Inclusivity? 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 Am I making up words? I've heard myself back and while editing and stuff, and I am making words up that are crazy. Sometimes I have that when I start a sentence and mid-sentence change into a different sentence, like, no, I I, I can't think of anything now. (laughs) But no, drag is all about not blocking people. As in, you know, drag is an expression. Drag is free. Drag is freedom. It is your creativity. It's what you what you do to spread love, to spread humor. So at queer venues, gay venues, everybody's welcome. And everybody has respect for each other. And if you don't have that, then you are not welcome because this is a safe space. These are safe spaces created because they are needed. And I do have felt that drag queens were kind of the the police of when something is not okay, that they will call it out because they have a, they've got a voice. And especially in a bar, in a cafe, they have a voice and they have, um, in a way, a bit of authority and again, that was my segment about track. Doo, doo, doo. Welcome to the Zen Garden. The whole reason why I chose this as the theme was that a couple of days ago, I felt massively blocked. Um, and that came from an overwhelming amount of different emotions. And I didn't know what to do. I literally felt strapped I, did, I literally felt that I couldn't do anything and I thought it was interesting to do about this topic and being blocked and excluded is like kind of the the two same things like when I got overwhelmed I felt blocked with how I wanted to do things because I was like I don't know what to do and then it was excluding yourself from getting out of there excluding yourself from you know saying hey I feel this and this and instead of sitting in it because I sat in it I sat in it for a while and I was like why am I enjoying just sitting in this kind of weird energy instead of being hey I'm gonna look at it I'm gonna see it I'm gonna face it and I'm gonna name it whatever (laughs) and then I'm gonna move on but I felt I was in a situation that I 
didn't know how to express it. That was it as well. I didn't know how to express it. I didn't know how to express the emotions that I was feeling uh, to the right people. And along with that is that I find it really hard to say no and really hard to exclude people myself. When I feel something is forced on me, I can, depending on the situation, I can say no. Um, but sometimes I feel I need to leave it open and <laughs> let time um, uh, judge it and, and, and make the judgment on, on it. But yeah, I found it hard to uh, exclude people who really would like to be included. And I also feel that I, I have been invited to, you know, to go for a drink or like to go out on a night out with colleagues. And I have felt that I was asked not for me, but just to be there and to be a person there. <laughs> and when I feel that, I can be very... Oh, yeah, I, oh, I still find it really hard to say no. I always say, oh, I will think about it or maybe. And because I just find it hard to just say no. And sometimes it's easier. Sometimes it's easier when it's like on social media or, you know, blocking people or like muting people. It's a bit easier. And, you know, at the end of the day, it shouldn't be, um, it shouldn't be hard. And it shouldn't be like, am I afraid that I am hurting that person for saying no or for excluding that person that I don't want to come and join my party? You know, everything that's forced from something, um, like I said, when is something overhyped, I am pulling out. Again, when something is forced, too much forced upon me, that I feel that that person is needy for a friend or needy for a person there, I am immediately like, nope, I feel this. I'm very sensitive. I can feel that. It's not about it's not about me. It's very selfish. You're not asking me out. You're just asking a person out. Oh my god! I um, for a birthday party we played some rounders uh, in the park, and where I'm from in the Netherlands in school we don't we never choose our teams like an, in drag race. Oh, I'm gonna choose you, and the last person picked is like the loser, or whatever. We never had that. We just had the teacher do one, two, one, two, one, two, or whatever. And there was never like this kind of, oh, I'm going to pick you because you're good at this sport, whatever. So we were playing rounders and there were people that I knew, people that I didn't knew and who didn't knew me. And <laughs> the, two pe team the two teams were picked and I ended up being one of the last two. And it didn't want, I didn't want to, like, make me feel a certain way, but it did. And I was a bit like, I feel, I didn't felt nice. And it was a bit weird. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Very childish of me. But, yeah. I, feel, I felt excluded then. But then I got a drink and it was fine. And we won as well, I think. And I showed them that it was amazing. Ha 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 ha. You know what is quite satisfying is when you block someone on a, a dating app. I think that's very satisfying. 
excluding people on dating apps it's it's a, it's a quite a nice thing in a way and it's it, yeah and i shouldn't i shouldn't feel bad about it because uh, you know i i take everything with a pinch of salt when it comes to social media and and uh dating apps and stuff because it is such a difference when you meet someone in person than when you talk to them online you don't have that kind of energy that you feel when you are actually talking to a real person physically compared to you know a couple of messages on your phone it is really interesting it is interesting how people can uh make kind of a judgment out of that and you know i trust my um myself <laughs> in how i feel with someone who i've never met and who i've seen on social media compared to them actually seeing them in real life and it's quite interesting as well because uh, during pride hey it was pride uh in london here uh, uh past saturday and i've seen a couple of people from my instagram who i follow and who follow me back but when you have eye contact and then you see them look away again i think well we follow each other we've liked each other's pictures why can't we just say hello I'm really good with faces, but I don't know if other people are very good with those kind of things. I don't know. But yeah, I think that's kind of the weird way that it's sometimes easy to just be like, oh, I don't I don't know you, I don't remember you, even though you, you know, already follow them on Instagram. I think that's really interesting. And I think it shows a bit more balls when you are like, oh, yeah, we have talks. And I don't know if it's because people find it harder to talk to someone in real life than in in the fakeness in the fakeness world oh and talking about um excluding someone there is a whole nice category called chuckled cockled cook chuckled oh my god i'm writing these things down and i just don't know how to pronounce it it's a bit it's a bit sad but i i think if you know what i'm talking about cockled chuckled chuck chuckled Chuck, Chuck old. It's about um, excluding, <laughs> excluding someone from uh, uh, sex. So if it's uh, mostly it's a partner and you have someone else come in and then the partner will watch you and someone else have sex. Or you could be the Chuck and you could watch your partner have sex with someone else and not be involved. And yeah, that has to do with uh, exclusion. I think... It can be very sexy sometimes. Um, I haven't really tried it because I feel it has um, a kind of a, I don't want to say role play, but it has something more mentally with it than physically. And as you may know, I like sex to stay uh, f more physically as well um, than mentally. And I think I'm not into humiliation, humiliate, hum humiliate humiliation humiliation uh, because I think it's just not sexy for me but some people love it and get that kind of uh, uh, maybe validation from it if you are a chuck and you want to be humiliated by someone else while your partner is having sex with them I think it's very intriguing I think it's very interesting so if there are any chucks out there Give us a ring. Call, call in. Call in now. On number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
What I did in a funny way enjoy doing, and I think it has more to do with being clear and being honest and also towards the other person is being clear of where you stand when you are dating someone. When I just moved to London and I started dating here, I've had it before when I met someone and we had a lovely time and I enjoyed it. Maybe they enjoyed it as well. And then I just felt like, oh, this is nice to have a a friend and not sure if there's anything more. So you, you were like messaging, be like, hey, should we meet again? I was like, sure, uh, we'll be nice. Um, but just to let you know already, I think it would be nice to be friends. I'm not sure where it would lead, whatever. And sometimes that would scare people off straight away and be like, oh, well, then we're not going to do anything anymore because some people are so focused on boyfriend or nothing that it is a bit weird, especially in London where everybody goes so quick and they just need to, you know, achieve what they want to achieve. Maybe it's different now, but hey-ho. I did enjoy um, just being clear with that. And I remembered um, my boyfriend jokes about that because I told, I told him this story before. I had a date with a guy nine year, eight years ago or something. And after the date, it was lovely. And he was like, oh, let's play it by ear. And me, just in the UK, I was like, play it by ear? I didn't know what it was. And I didn't want to... I didn't ask what he meant with it because I thought it was just like, oh, let's hang out again or something. So after a couple of weeks, I was a bit like, oh, why, why are we not like meeting up again? And then he was like, oh, I said like played by ear. And like, I don't know, it was so very vague that I was like, oh, I still don't really know what it is. It's just like, oh, when when it happens, it happens or something. I don't know. I still don't know. I, f I, I felt very excluded, by the way. I didn't feel blocked because he was very nice, but I felt excluded. And it's funny as well. I don't know if people think I'm very small in pictures, but that guy, the who uh, um, played by ear guy, was quite short. And I, I don't think I've ever asked a height because I don't, I don't, I don't care about height. So when we met, he was almost two heads smaller than me, and he was like, "Wow, I didn't expect you to be um, tall." Well. Dutch tall, just like 6'2", um, 188 centimeters. Thank you. Now, um, I never had FOMO and I never allowed myself to have FOMO and I always told myself I never had FOMO. And thank you so much for me tuning into my emotions and feelings. Um, sometimes I do have FOMO and I don't like that I sometimes have FOMO because it makes me feel a bit jealous and... Um, jealousy is one of the emotions I have suppressed in my life. So they're coming out now. And um, yeah, I'm dealing with that now. So one of the things I get FOMO for, and it's so stupid because it's like I, I haven't even been there. So Roast is a club night in London and you see it on all social media. And it's like, again, it's over, it was so overhyped. Oh, like this is a new kind of... Club night, which is a little bit fetish, but still kind of a club night. But you can be kind of fetish, but mm, mm, interesting. But I've never been. And in my head, 
every time the night comes and I don't go, I get jealous that I didn't go. And um, I excluded myself from an opportunity that was maybe there. <laughs> but yeah, I get I get FOMO from that now. And again, going back to the jealousy episode, being jealous is caring about something. Being So I am maybe caring about my going out and my sex life, which which is fair. Oh, I already making myself feel better. No, that's nice. Thank you. And I feel on that note, we are going to pull a card. Now, hello, I felt that we had to change up a bit. So I am using the cards from the Dragon Oracle card deck from Diana Cooper. And this card is for you for this week when this comes out on this lovely day. And the dragons are going to tell us what we need. Yes, here we go. This is it. Gold and silver violet flame dragon. Transmute the old around you with wisdom and grace. It's time to transmute magic and healing. Offer service and the grace. Be kind to yourself this week. Nurture yourself this week. It's about it's about taking care of yourself. This is time for a transformation, which isn't a big one, but it is a internal one it wouldn't be necessary changing the people around you changing the the work that you do around you it's changing something within you that you need to nourish and need to give love to and give a focus to yes that that's all i that's all i need to say <laughs> lovely people thank you so much for listening if you have any questions for me you can message me on what is this feeling podcast on instagram you can send me a message, send me a voice note. You can do whatever you like. And lovely, lovely, lovely people, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much in including me and not blocking me and still being here. Thank you so much. Listen to your feelings. Your feelings are valid. You are valid. Have an amazing week. Bye.